4: Any disease.
5: This is he said. Eya viejo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Hola, Eric. Me duele
6: todo. Oh, me duele todo. What did I just say?
7: Todo. Me duele. Me duele. Me duele. Me, duele. me. me, me uh, Everything fine. and everything's complete.
6: Look, guys.
7: <laughs> me duele, 16, du, me duele I just said it.
6: 16 years married to 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 a woman that her first language is Spanish and he doesn't even know how me duele todo so what does mean. it means. It's it's shameful. Everything hurts.
7: Me duele tomo? <laughs> todo. todo. me duele todo. I know todo means everything.
6: everything me duele hurts. means
7: everything hurts. Okay, come on. No, I didn't know what that meant.
6: Dude, duele, pain, duele. Me duele todo. okay Hurts. i was not gonna
7: guess that um it so how's how are things going in puerto rico i'm gonna be there soon well we talked about that before i think in the last podcast i'm i'm i booked my hotel and uh, <laughs> yeah. uh we should get dinner
6: <laughs> okay where are you taking what, me? You like to have a where, date where?
7: Oh, you're so how busy it? so it's probably really difficult to set something
6: i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna be working day day and night so you might have to go to dinner solo
7: wow this is going out. this is really going well so
6: i'm just i told you that there's a night i think you come you get here on that same night i'm able to go to dinner because i have three scenes and then i have a fitting so i should be done by six well before so we can potentially go to dinner yes sir yes sir i
7: want at least two dinners i mean they're working i'm in puerto rico i'm not going to see you again for another month and a half after that
6: yeah we have to work it out dude it means that i have to use nair and oh my wax, god right?
7: what the f- what are you talking you are out of your mind and yes but you are out of your mind
6: <laughs> it's so oh my awesome god. like i'm i'm not next to my husband for months because so yeah. i don't have to deal with not have, have hygiene
7: i'm
6: not what i mean hygiene what do you mean hygiene <laughs> this person you know and nature made women
7: nature. be carried out. oh my god this is getting crazy okay, i have to clean myself okay i'll do uh, it you know that's, that's actually a good uh you know so one of the hosts i you're, you're crazy um crazy one of the host chat topics was uh tiffany haddish saying that she's you know back on the market and uh when she was on the seth myers you know late night and uh, she's talking about a couple of things that are important to her when being uh-huh. on the market. And one of them is good hygiene, which I'm assuming if you're dating, I mean, you're always, you're always staying cleaned up, manscaping, femalescaping, taking care of yourself because you're on the market. You're out mingling. You never know when, when shit might happen.
6: That's, that's not my case.
7: Okay, but <laughs> there's that. She also put, that's important to have a good credit score. What do you think about, I mean, I definitely... I know what she means by that, and I, I think it's not a bad idea. People should just list their credit scores on their dating apps. Don't you think?
6: But well, how, how do you, like, you go out on, on a date, you go out on a date.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: How do you ask that? Within the first three or four dates, how do you ask this man? His credit score? Do you have a good score? Well, first I thing, mean, I'll do it. I'm crazy. I'll do it. But uh, <laughs> but that's kind of weird, No, right? you're never
7: going to ask it. She's joking. I mean, no one's ever going to tell you the... I mean, they don't have to tell you the truth, A. You're not going to... Do a unless you have the app or something where you can search someone's credit script, I don't think you can just you might put a mark on their credit, you keep doing inquiries. Um, no, you just gotta trust that the person's not uh just not taking care of their finances, not in debt. No, this
6: is funny. This is she says, I've been attracted to a lot of hip hop kind of guys. I don't mind them wearing jewelry, but if you own a bunch of diamonds but you don't own no land, that's a problem for me.
7: That's <laughs> perfect. I, I go ahead, fully agree.
6: He says, land, then diamonds. I agree with her. 100%. Listen, i
7: I never forget this. this is, I used to love this guy. He was a cool dude. Uh, he was a trainer I had way back when um, in Westwood at in LA Fitness. And uh, dude drove a Ferrari. And I was like, wow, man, this guy's doing great. Like he's got a Ferrari. And then he's like, yeah, come, come by my place da, 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 for whatever. And he lived in an apartment. And I got no problem with someone living in an apartment. But he's driving a $150,000 car. Now, whether you own it, you lease it, whatever the case is, you are buying a $150,000, you know, back then, now it's probably a $200,000 car, but you're buying a $150,000 car to keep at an apartment. Why wouldn't total- you go buy a house first and then go buy the car? I, I totally get her point. Totally get her point to all that. And I, and I would be the same way if I was dating a girl that had like just some kick-ass, you know, beautiful Fifteen hundred dollar a month payment Range Rover, and then she had just a small, you know, little one. But I'm not saying you can't have it, but I'm just saying like put the money somewhere else.
6: Eric, you wouldn't care. Stop if she's
7: smoking hot, I probably wouldn't care. If she was fun, you
6: wouldn't give wouldn't a care. flying f. So what are you talking about? You're- the guys don't the guys don't pay attention to things like that. You'll be like, oh, she's she's Whoa. she's cute.
7: No, all that's true. But I would wonder like if it was going long term. Why do you have such an expensive car and you don't? You're not investing in something or trying to put it towards
6: something. It's okay, because it's not important to me. I just love cars a lot, and you know where the place I live is not really that important. I'm still young; I have time to buy my dream home. I've always been
7: modest with that, cause like to me, like I'd rather a girl have just a you know nice little car gets her around. I don't really care about the fancy. I'm not. I'm not a big car guy. I'm not into that stuff. But I am into this other stuff that she put, which is um, she had basically, which is like the game we used to play, uh, Deal Breaker. She has a big issue with bad breath and funky armpits.
6: Where is that? I don't see that. Where did it's you where there. Did you read
7: that? I just read it to you. It doesn't matter. It's there. Those are two things that she has a big issue with.
6: Well, bad breath is awful. But you know, it's so sad because you know, there's a lot of people that just have a condition. And Halitosis. It's very yeah. So it's so sad to just like disregard somebody because they have bad breath because you know what? They don't want to have bad breath. It.
7: I, I'm not saying that you have to disregard them as a person in life, but if they have. You know, chronic bad breath. How are you ever gonna be in a relationship with that person? How are you gonna kiss that person? How are you gonna spend like close quality time with that person if they just stink all the time?
5: Yeah,
7: you know what I mean. Same with like strong bo.
6: And bad get My armpit. What I are you something... doing? <laughs> my armpit has like a little rash or something that is freaking me out. Do You see, like that red thing over there? I don't know. I don't know if it's. Anyways, I don't, nothing. Right now
7: is the time that you're choosing to share this on the
6: podcast?
7: Yeah. Wow.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, Stay Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: any disease.
6: What is gentle parenting? Gentle parenting is an evidence-based approach to raising happy, confident children. This parenting style is composed of four main elements, empathy, respect, understanding, and boundaries. What do you think?
7: How long has gentle parenting been a thing? That's my first question. Because... It says it's an evidence-based approach. Evidence for how long? Do we have any idea how long there's evidence of gentle parenting? I mean, I'm sure there's evidence of gentle parenting in general, but as a method of parenting, like we've seen kids go from newborns all the way into their 30s or 40s and seeing the effects of gentle parenting. Now, I'm not, I'm not a fan for, you know, hardcore, you know, beat your kid up kind of parenting either (laughs) i think gentle parenting sounds it sounds pretty well balanced from what i'm reading about it um it's definitely i was reading the, the the opposite approach which is called tiger parenting um which is a strict parenting style that focuses on raising driven high achieving kids as a result tiger parents often require their kids to practice skills or study for lengthy periods of time often at the expense of leisurely activities like playdates sleepovers or other fun activities children of tiger parents have been shown to suffer negative consequences due to the high expectations they are expected to meet gentle parenting strikes a balance what do you think hmm. would you say that we fall in the gentle parenting category
6: i don't i think we i think we're in the middle of them both so we are, we are gentle tigers
7: we are gentle tigers Go with that. I could definitely. I
6: I believe in empathy, respect, understanding, and boundaries. I think we do all that with our kids. Mm -hmm. But we are, at least I am so mindful. I want to be my daughter's best friend for life, but I also want her, I want to be her mom. And I want her not to fear, (laughs) not to fear me, but I want her to understand that there's an alpha, mom and dad, you know? And until she's an adult, she needs to she needs to be in line. I, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I grew up very strict. My parents were very strict,
7: Tiger um, uh,
6: much more strict than what we are, like or the way I am with my kids, to be honest with you. Like Sabella gets away with stuff that I think my mom would have slapped me a long time ago. Uh, but I don't want to, I want to break cycles. I'm not interested in parenting like my parents did. Not, I don't want to be bashing my mom and dad, but I just want a different kind of parenting. <laughs> um, but I believe that, yeah, you, you raise them with, with all that empathy and respect and understanding and boundaries. I think is I think it's important, but at some point you also, when you have to raise your voice and you have to, you have to get firm, you have to get firm.
7: I know one, one piece of advice someone told me is that we're never here to be our kids' best friend. We're there to be parents first and, you know, friends will develop over time, but you gotta be a parent first and foremost. To create that structure and I, I do believe in that i mean i think everybody wants to be their kid's best friend even at an early age i think what what's missing from all of this is that i i truly think there's an x factor you can't put every single kid into a mold you can't be like yeah. this kid's going to handle gentle parenting so much better than tiger parenting or blah yeah. blah blah parenting or this parenting i think there's a foundation for most every kid but you could raise three kids with gentle parenting and two of them may come out to be complete f-ups who knows well did
6: you, you know did, did you see what i said i sent to you eric this tiktok thing that i saw yesterday oh, about oh my trend. god
7: first of all let me start, start let's talk about this
6: i get about Stop. seven
7: tiktoks every day from you on whatsapp i don't look at any of them because i'm you so t- i've looked at maybe one because i don't have the tiktok app so it takes me to a new browser on my phone every single time and unlike you i close all my browsers when i don't use them you have like 40 browsers open I don't like
6: so, that. So I'm, so I'm wasting my time. I, I find these things that I feel that are so valuable, either, either very funny- Hold on. Or they're incredible kind of people or like things that are so good in terms of messaging and I'm sending them to you and you're telling me that you don't even look at them? The
7: valuable ones, yes, you've generally marked and you've said, this is valuable. I've checked it out, if it's valuable. But a girl well, that I, says, I, I, these are the accents I can do, no one can talk would, like me. And then no one can would, ta- come on
6: eric that was amazing that's a woman doing like 15 different accents as an actor you should appreciate saying, that that was
7: she's saying three words the same words in i don't care how many accents
6: well it doesn't matter it was it was impressive to me anyways i sent my husband and clearly he didn't see it which one was uh, it? about the dad talking about the he has three kids and one of the boys is giving him a really, really, really hard time. And he's, I guess he was, he's, he believes in practicing gentle parenting, I guess, because he's a very, very put together, very collected. Um, He was explaining how he lost his temper and he yelled at his son for the first time, but he just doesn't know what else to do to get to him or get through to him because he's just becoming a nightmare. And, him and his wife they're at a loss because they're like we don't we we don't know what to do so they went to therapy and when he explained to the therapist I just want to smack him I'm gonna have to hit him because I don't know what else to do and based on the the situation the therapist said to him wow that kid needs so much love and it was kind of like at that moment, he was like, "What do you mean? What? What do you? What? What do you mean by that?" And then it was it's, it's basically going through the, to the parenting, <laughs> freaking um, assignment of of try of knowing how how to identify that if a kid is acting up to the level that it wants you, to punch him or her. Attention. There's something but there's something much deeper happening. So instead of reacting and allow your temper to just get out of control try to put yourself in what's inside that little mind. And at the end they're probably screaming, I'm suffering. Yeah, so I'm they're thinking- looking for I'm attention. Mind. They're
7: trying to get attention some way, somehow and their way of doing it is by acting up.
6: Is by acting up, but at the end it's all about, they need love or they, it, and listen, and when you're in the heat of the moment, the last thing you're thinking is, oh my God, they need love. What they need is a freaking spanking. You know what I mean? But it takes, it takes a lot of maturity to be like, let me just check myself. Let me just go get, get out of the room and go back at some point and try to level and talk with compassion and guidance and all that um, to see if this little kid can open up. You know what I mean? It's parenting. Parenting is a trip. This- it's it's.
7: This sounds like an incredible TikTok, but it also sounds like a bit of a seminar. How long was this TikTok video? Because every TikTok you've sent me is 10 seconds.
6: No, this was longer. This was like a whole guy talking for a while. Is this the guy,
7: James Kelso? Is that his name? He has a beard? He has kind
6: of like a beard. Yeah, it looks like a beard. And it says my worst
7: moment as a parent? Yes. Okay, I'll watch that one because you just talked. But if it's something important, you got to put me on there because you send me a lot of things that are just...
6: I'm never ever again gonna send you anything on tiktok
7: i don't care about tiktok we've talked about this
1: there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, Stay Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: any disease
6: Okay, can you know do you know that Selling Sunset has oh, a new season, season 5 I believe. I started watching it. Mm-hmm. And Heather Ray Almusa, I don't know how to say her name. She's one of the girls on the show. She married this guy that has a TV show, on one of those um Renovation, how you call HD? HG? Yeah, I don't even know TV it.
7: Kind of show, yep.
6: I don't know if I'm making this up. Okay. But I think so. Anyways, he he's also well known because he's uh, he's a personality and they have he has Tarek. He has two kids. Anyways, she's saying that she wants to expand the family but she's not ready yet. How old is she? said, I'm not ready right well, she's 34. now. She is She's 34. Yeah. And she's
7: already frozen embryos. Sounds like
6: I don't know, does she? Yeah, because it's
7: talking about she's feeling it it said something about uh, we're going to try sometime this year. We're going to be considered. Where did I see that? Um, I'm pushing it off until I'm ready. The pregnancy. I saw something about that. Maybe I'm making it. She's saying implanting. We're planning on implanting very soon. So if she's planning on implanting, if she's got her embryos frozen already, she's 34, she's got a few years.
6: Listen to me," she says. "I'm busy. Sometimes I blink and the day is over. I don't get en- I don't get enough done, and I'm like, how? How am I also going to take care of a newborn and be pregnant? What if I'm throwing up? What if I'm sick? I don't have time for that right now. So I'm gonna push up a little bit, but I'm excited, um- girl. Get it over with. Just do it. I mean, you're freaking." Too, too busy uh, i don't want to talk about this anymore to
7: me this sounds like someone on a reality show that's looking to make headlines with something that is not very important <laughs> that's what i think she's trying to find a way to have something to talk about the reality is she's already frozen her eggs she's 34 have the kids now if you want have the kids later if you want whatever you've already uh, escaped father time because you've frozen your embryos
6: Heather, just have babies. You can do everything and still be a mom. You'll be fine. Don't think that you're going to throw up. Don't be negative. You're 34 already, girl. Do it sooner than later. Anyways, do you remember when you two had the discussion to start a family? I don't remember remember the specific time, but I think I was 35. And then 35, 36, 37, 38, and I was not getting pregnant. And that's when she hit the fan. For sure. Was there any reluctance to starting a family because you weren't ready or didn't have time? I never thought I was ready. I never thought I had time. When I met you, you like- weren't even
7: sure you wanted to have kids.
6: Yeah, it wasn't. it wasn't my priority because my life was all about my career and making it and just yeah, I, w- I just wanted to work, 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 work until I found the, I- the prince charming, the right person. No, but I
7: think truthfully, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but if you had met a guy that didn't want kids, there's a very strong chance you'd have gone through life not having kids. Um, You never know, right? Like you, when I met you, you were like, eh, I mean, I can have kids. I mean, you weren't, a, it wasn't a no for you. It wasn't a deal breaker. Like I'm not having kids or else I would not have stuck with you either because I knew I wanted to have kids. So that would have been, that would have been a big issue. I think that if two people go into a relationship and neither of them want kids and they change their mind together, that's one thing. But if you go into a relationship with somebody who says from the get-go, I don't want kids, and you get with them thinking you can change their mind, that's a big mistake. You were yeah, you were not close to it.
6: No, I was I was just not, it wasn't super important. But it's interesting because before I was with you, my, my my partner before you had three kids, three kids with two different women. And he was, he had, how you call it? The surgery, not to have any more kids? Asectomy, yeah. Yeah. And at the beginning, I didn't really care because I was like, I'm, I'm whatever. I don't want to have kids anyway. So it's okay. Um, but then after like one year, two years, we were together for three years. After like maybe two years, I was like, but wait, what if at some point I change my mind and I want to have kids? You can have kids. And he's like, well, I, I don't, I don't want to have any more kids. And I'm going, but what if one day I want to have kids? Then what do we do? And then he was going to reverse it yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like Nowadays he was supposed to do it. Whatever, it never happened because we we broke up. But it was funny because and it wasn't it wasn't even about me wanted it. It was about the what if the how come not now you telling me you can't? What if I can? You know what I mean? It was like it was kind of like it was like a like like a mental trip to be honest with you. But then then I was whatever, and then I we broke up, and I was kind of like, well, if it happens, it happens. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't my it wasn't like I need to find somebody because I want to have kids. No,
7: yeah, no, I know, I know. I know I lived it with you. But I think I always wanted to have kids and so I I spun you in the right direction to have children. Then you wanted on top of it two kids. Yeah, once you had a kid you were like I want another one and I was like I'm good with one. And then
6: how crazy how crazy is that that wanted another one and you were like I'm fine with one. I'm going no, I'm having another one. Yeah.
7: That's funny. And we flipped.
6: And I'm telling And I'm telling you if I would have to start what's crazy is from going to like ah I love kids but I don't know if I if I need to be a mom change to if i would have started younger i would have had a third a hundred percent you're
7: still trying to nudge me for another one and that ain't happening for a number to, we aren't are adopt adopting one. one i'm not ready i'm done
6: i want to adopt a third
7: i'm done well this has been a good conversation we are not going to be having a third kid so we can end on that note we're not adopting any people
6: You will you watch, we will. Anyways, I love you. Okay,
7: I love you too. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think.
6: If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at Tizet Ella Dijo or send us an email. Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. Tizet Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura
1: Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table.